somebody somebody asked me in um, somebody asked me in shul that how could it be that on Tisha B'av we read the uh, the Torah and the Shantan it's we read it's not such a happy it's not such a happy uh, parsha and then uh, last week on Shabbos Nachmu and uh, Tubav we read Vayischanim the same exact parsha so how could that be how could it be what's the terrorist I mean the terrorist is that, that you know that when the when the middle of Rabbi was Sanchezadik when they heard the, the Baltani used the line every week and one time he wasn't there and it was the parish of the Teichacha with all the bad stuff of God we're not good boys and girls what happens and and the Sanchezadik was in the child he burst out crying and and they asked him what happened so he said that you hear what horrible things that he, that were being read? There was somebody else, not his grandfather. It was reading some of the horrible things it says in the Torah. So they said, so you, that's the same as every year we read that. We, uh, what are you crying so much? You never cried in the past. So they said, well, in, in all other years, my my, uh, my grandfather reads it. Tanya reads it. Uh, my father reads the passion. So, so they said, well, when, when he reads it, I only hear brachas. I don't hear any. I don't hear any curses. That means that there's a, that, that, and that's what we're learning here also. It means that there's there's a hashpa that comes into the world after tuba in particular. The hashpa begins of of elu and the yom neraim, which Hashem kippur. There's a tremendous hashpa of brachim and of rotsim, Hashem's love and Hashem's rotsim to want closeness with us and so on. That that you could read the same case of Torah on Tisha and you and when you hear it on Tisha B'av, it's horrible. And when you read the same case of Torah after Tisha B'av, by Nachamu, it's it's good. But it's like that. I was thinking of it's like that with everything in life. I was just I was just you know, I was just talking to somebody a little while ago on the on the way here. that was telling me something that was very upsetting to him about what the son said. And and I know that 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 if I would have the same conversation with him. Uh, and, and, and things were going better in his life in general, then he would have he would have heard the brochem that his son was saying. Because to me it sounded like it was, like it was a pretty good thing what his son was saying, but to him it sounded like it was a club, like it was a terrible curse. So it's not so much a question of changing the kriyas in our lives. There's certain things that happen in life. It's a question of whether you're in the tishabov way of thinking or whether you're in the tubav way of thinking. Whether you're in a place of chazain or you're in a place of nachem. When you're in a place of chazon and you see that you like, and you feel that God, that the Baruch has not been good to you and that sorrows and so on, and, and and you don't have chizik in the right way, so then, then even if a person reads to you, you know, shir shir, it sounds like eicha, but when you have the right frame of mind, even even when you're hearing eicha, it sounds like shir shir. That's just that's a matter of how a person thinks and how a person lives, and that's really. Schwartz's, well, we're finishing this finishing this parak. The subject <coughs> that moved from Schwartz switched from talking about he'll come back to it Mitzvah, in, in, in two pages. He was talking about about not understanding Yisurim, not understanding difficulties in life, not understanding and not interpreting correctly challenges and difficulties that we have. And he went from there quite suddenly to talk about 
how it's it's not just a question of not understanding the challenges and difficulties that we have, or the God forbid, the misery and suffering. And that's why we have problems in our relationship with the Kodesh and coping with those difficulties. But what he's saying is that we don't understand the, the good of our lives. Forget about the well, we shouldn't have any desires. We don't understand the good. Uh, a nivra can never understand. A created human being can't understand whatever type, whatever good you and I see in the good things that we have. That's not even the type. That's not even the type. That's what we're talking about. That's not even the the, the type that is ain't safe. Everything that Hashem does is type. Is good. So when it comes to things in our lives that are not so good by our interpretation, we try to be very religious and we try to have all kinds of interesting ways of interpreting it to make God look good. So he said, oh, it comes out that God is good. So it comes out that God is good. But inside of me, I don't feel that that's good. That's something that a person can only reach, like the Gemara says in when it comes time to Mashiach, where a person is going to be able to just make the bracha of Hatayva Metis, and there'll no longer be a bracha of Dainamis. There'll no longer be a matter of accepting God's judgment. So even though a person can say with his mouth the words, that everything God does is good, but inside of himself he doesn't necessarily feel it's very hard. And that comes from not only from not understanding the difficulties in life, not understanding the suffering that we go through in life, but what he's explaining here is that we don't understand the good that we have in life. That the good that we have in life is our own is our own very limited, pathetic definition of good. It's our own limited definition of good. And we can't understand that the type of Hashem is infinite, is ain't safe, God's kindness. And in any particular thing that, that we even experience as good, that experience what, that, we ha- that we're having, what we understand is only a tiny, tiny little piece of a much bigger good that we don't understand. And, and we learned that even though God will sit and explain it to us, we still don't get it. The same way, remember, he gave him Marshall, the same way that if the father explains to the child why he took away that, that sweet-looking, delicious um, detergent that he was about to drink, right? And the kid, so the father explains him, he gives him a whole lesson in biology and, and, and in chemistry, and he tries to explain to him, you know, that this is made of this, and your body is made of that, and if, they, if there's a shidduch between that detergent and your body, then there's not going to be any more mommy, any more daddy, any more toys, there's not going to be anything, you know, it's finished. Nah, so he's like, you don't know I'm the best father in the world because, because down the block that father let his kid drink the stuff and the kid died and I saved your life he doesn't stand because he doesn't know what it means to be alive when the father says I saved your life he doesn't know what it means that Bemis that's my father he doesn't know what it means Bemis to save something he doesn't know what it means to be alive so we look at them and we say he's a kid it's a billion trillion infinite times more than that that, that we don't understand that Baruch's type. Forget about Yisrael. That's what he's explaining. So on page of Eishma Memvav, Ha'ilam Edvareinu, on top there, state, based on him, based on him, L'chaisichaz Lishpat Dezuhatavim. Ha'ilam Edvareinu, what comes out from what we're learning, Shekisha'odam Mestakel Aldvarim, when a person looks at something, is this good or is it bad? Is this something which is good for, for me or not? 
according to the first way that we were learning, what we were talking about, Olav Lahaskim, which was when we were talking about Yisurim, Olav Lahaskim Shem Hatava. The person has to, uh, he has to acknowledge, it's, it's what we believe in, and he, ha- he has to acknowledge that this is good. This is good. Now, this person loses his job. He has to he has to acknowledge that it's good. Everybody in the world says, "Me, you crazy? It was a great job. You lost your job. What are you going to do? You have a family. You have a mortgage. It's good." He tries as hard as he can to be mechazik himself, to believe in that, and to accept that it's good. Allah laskim shem hata rakshu loyraya es machlal hapratim. Now, how does he strengthen himself? He says the following: "Them is in truth, this is good." I just am not able to see there are certain there's certain information that's withheld from me. I don't see how all this fits together. Then we get into the thoughts like if I would have stayed at that job, uh, the build, you know, I would have fallen out the window, or if I would have stayed at that job, then uh, I would have met somebody that could have hurt my life in a terrible way, and so on and so forth. And we find all things inside of our head. Uh, you know, what could have happened had I stayed? And, and I'm missing some details of the story. A lot of the pieces are missing. And um, I guess when uh, Mashiach comes or after I die or something, then, then God's going to show me just how, uh, how uh, he saved me by taking me out of that building or out of that position of work. And then, and then I'll have an home. Because right now, I accept it. And I know that my that my field of vision is very limited, and because of that, I don't have a, a, a true picture of everything. And this is usually how we handle these things, and this is how we tell our children to deal with to cope with difficulties. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you see, like we learned last week, sometimes you see it, uh, you know, a week or two or three after. Oh, pack it! The window fell out in, in our office, you know. And, I, I, and oftentimes I lean against that window. I I, uh, I read the newspaper that someplace in Manhattan it happened twice in, three, in the last three weeks by Times Square I don't know where somewhere that fell down a 15 foot pane of glass fell down. A person walks in the street it's a you know any a person doesn't know what could happen so oh now I found out that's why I left that job. Because I was going to be leaning against the window, I would have fallen down, I would have gotten killed, God loves me, and I would have happily after, and now I see the whole picture. That sometimes that happens. The mistake that you're making is you think that that's the whole picture. That's not the whole picture. It might be something, and we always show our appreciation and feel that. And sometimes Hashem is showing us a little bit of the picture. That's not the whole picture either. That's not the Tachazat type. So you're grateful, now you're alive. That's the Tachazat you should be alive. Why are you alive? The tachlis of the toiv, of Hashem saving your life, was to come to the person that you have to become. Not, oh, Baruch Hashem, I'm alive, so I'm going to make that appointment that I had, you know, with, uh, with my girlfriend, even though you married to someone else. Oh, Baruch Hashem, I'm alive. Uh, Baruch Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I'm alive, so I'm going to now be able to go on that vacation that I was looking forward to. So that doesn't mean you came to the tachlis of toiv, and the Baruch Hashem, the Baruch says that's there was a toiv in my saving your life, but that's only a tiny piece of the hatava. The hatava was hatava nitzchis, you know, forever and ever and ever, and you you don't see that at all. Could it be considered an einish as well? Uh, an einish. 
but, right, right, true, you're right. But even an Einish, even the Einish is, is, is a Hatav, it's a Tav. It's not that God lost it and got angry and so on. There's also Hatav in the Einish. So Moshe is able to tell us that's the reason. Moshe is able to say, oh, this is the reason for this Einish, and this Einish is good for you and so on. What we're learning is that, that you're right. I don't understand the type of the type that I experience, and I don't understand the type of the einish of the punishment that I'm experiencing. My only problem is I don't see the whole picture, so I don't know like uh, why this is good. I don't know why this is good. And that's why you know you go into some place, lower lane with the sitting shiva. You know, when you put your arm around the uh, around the the, the and you say, you know, this is really a very good thing. And and it's not like people haven't said things like that. You know, this is you have to believe that this is for the best. And there's shkayich, shkayich. Meaning, ah, this is for the best. And others, you don't see the pratim and how this is for the best. But there's a steer, There's a terrible. There's a terrible contradiction between the reality of his life and Safkal so we're limited to our interpretation of good and and to accept that there's a, 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 a higher and deeper good when a person's in that state certainly of, the, of Shiva he's not usually it's not he's not able to to, to live with that and to deal with that we don't have the Kalim we don't have the instruments in, in our hearts and in our minds to measure what's good and what's not good. We don't have such kalim. We don't have kalim. So, so someone, someone walks you over to a skyscraper and says, uh, uh, do you have any idea how, how, many, uh, how tall this building is? So say, hold it one second. You, you take out a ruler, you know, from the, you go to the bottom of the building and try to figure, here you have 12 inches, try to make a cheshman. We don't have the kalim. You don't measure a skyscraper with a ruler. So we're trying to measure Hashem's type with, with with rulers or with calculators or with whatever kalim we have. It's not it's not it's not that you don't have the capacity. You don't have the kalim. You don't have the kalim. And somebody somebody uh, says you know how to take blood pressure. You say sure. And you say, you're fine. Don't worry. That's it. What do you what do you do? What do you mean? You, you help. You put my. You have you you know how to you know, built in. Uh, how do you do that? Ah, I can feel it's going right. I felt it was going good. So that's you don't have the kalim to know. You have to you have to call and call. You have to buy a thing. You have to go to the doctor, and he has he has a thing to to measure blood pressure. Your hand doesn't have in it such a thing to measure blood pressure. So that's how it is when it's not. It's not that I didn't get the whole picture. I don't have the kalim I don't have the kalim at all. I, I don't. I, I wasn't given an instrument by which I can I can measure God's kindness. I don't have such a thing. It ain't safe. And it's completely different from what we understand. Medida shel devarim elu nas is kefisha kosev ram milch tshuva. So the Rambam writes in Ilchus Tshuva, Yeshikol zeh enu lefi minyan hashchuyis vahavaynis elu lefi gardlam. How does God look at us? How does He judge us? The Rambam is talking about the way that we, He's talking in Ilchus Tshuva about Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, about Asher Shemitzu, Asher Kippur. So. How does a Kaddish Baruch Hu, how does a Kaddish Baruch Hu, uh, weigh these things? The things that we've done, what we 
what we understand to be good things and what, what, we were, what we've been told and what we understand are bad things. How this, so the Rambam writes, Vishikul said, this weighing or this measuring, this, this really the Tanya addresses at the very beginning when he defines the Benoni, what the Benoni is not. It's not a matter of numbers. Uh, when we were children, hopefully we've outgrown this, our way of looking at things is, if I have more mitzvahs and less avayas, so then I'm in good shape. Then we, then, we, then we can start planning, you know, a midwinter vacation. But if, but if, I'm, uh, if it's more avayas and less mitzvahs, I better, you know, I better enjoy myself while I can. This this simplistic and and foolish way of looking at things, the Rambam dispels with these words. Even though the Rambam himself talks about in, in what he says is the what's a tzaddik, what's a rasha, and what's the person in between a benoni. What is that? And the Rambam speaks about rov schuyus and rov averus. But the Tanya already told us, it's not talking about the essential level of who the person is. It's talking about a, a din. A din. It doesn't mean who the person is. It's not to go into right now. But what is really the measuring? How does that take place? This, the weighing? It's not a matter of numbers. The, 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 there are, you know, 1,232 mitzvahs, 1,231 avarius. Okay, it's not it's not it's not an election. It's not a vote. When people vote, so let's say you have that the president, the president, uh, the president, uh, he won by by let's just say it could be such a thing by a thousand votes. One, let's say they won by a thousand votes. The loser comes and says the following: There's a time. He says. And there are things like this that they throw at the politicians. There are things like this. They have to be very careful because they're afraid that they, they don't want to look like they're racists. But let's say the loser says, look, I could show you that the more hush of the people in America voted for me. Who voted for you? Well, the people from the run-down neighborhoods, the people who are not college-educated, they have now polls and studies that they take. How many college-educated people voted for this guy? How many less college-educated voted for this guy? How many minorities voted for this guy? How many for that guy? So the guy comes in time and says, I'm the president. Why? How can you say that? I, I won. Well, let's say not by 1,000. I won by 20 million votes. The loser says, you can't, you can't win an election by numbers. We have to look at the quality of the voters and the complexity of the voters. The people who voted for me truly studied the issues hmm. as opposed to your voters that went in with a blindfold and said eating mini money oh, and they and they pressed and came at you and they or they only voted for you because of the color of your skin or they voted for you because you're a protestant or you're a catholic or whatever it might be but my people the emis they understood and it's a panemius there's an emic there's a depth in the world it doesn't make a difference the guys that are running know i don't care if this guy is if this guy is an illiterate and uh, 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 one of the illiterate proletariat, or this guy's uh, some some uh, Albert Einstein. Doesn't make a difference to me. One vote is one vote. One vote is one vote. That's why you, you know they they'll go out to, to some hick town, shake hands with people that they would never want to meet in a, in a dark alley. 
doesn't make a difference. You got one vote. And if this guy likes me, he'll vote for me. So we were raised in such a world where our vote counts one. One. And everybody's vote counts the same. And that's the basis of democracy. Is that really Emmis? No. The other guy is right. The guy that says the quality of vote should make a difference. My people were educated. They worked they work through the union of, of what's right and what's wrong, what's good and what's bad. And the therefore the majority of Pneumistic people understand that America needs me. That's not a democracy. You understand, you can't run a democracy. But the emphasis is that that's Tyra. That's Tyra. It's the Pneumius. The emphasis is not Lefi. He says, Shikul's Ain Lefi minion has Chriyas Vavlainis. It's not the number of mitzvahs and avayas. El Lefi Goylam. It's according to the it's according to the size. It's according to the the, the the nature of what that mitzvah was, what you and I think, and what we might have learned even in yeshiva, that that's a big, big mitzvah. Only the Kodesh Baruch, who's infinite, knows that under in, in that time of your life, under those circumstances, in this particular matzah, that wasn't such a big thing. And it's something else that you think is, a, is insignificant and tiny and small could be like that turned out to be uh, to be the most uh, to be the most harsh of a thing in the world. You heard the Red Baz, the Red Baz, not the Red Baz, the Red Baz wrote, the Red Baz was a, was a going Oilam, Yaakov David. He was a going Oilam. He was in America for many years. He was one of the, one of the, one of the biggest products of, of Lit in the last generation. He wrote a very, very uh, important safe on the Yerushalmi, the Red Baz. He and, him and Rav Cook were very good friends and had fights over the mail. He was a big Kanoi, very, very strong person. He was Rav in Svas also. He was in Svas. He was a very amazing and fiery Yid. The Vidvaj was deathly ill. And uh, they tried everything. And they were already misyayish that his life was going to end. And then he opened up his eyes and it was okay. And he, he lived for some years after that. So the, they asked the Vidvaz, so he said that that he, he saw that his life was slipping away. His Nisham, whatever, when his eyes were closed, he saw that his life was slipping away. And he and he went he went with his parish on the Yushalmi all over. He was going with his Yush, with his commentary they wrote on the Yushalmi. The Yushalmi is a very difficult thing. And he wrote a very difficult commentary that opened up the Yushalmi for learning. So he said, I ran all around with my Yushalmi, and I was getting, and the door was closed. Every door was closed. And what happened? In the end, the, uh, skipping some of the stories, just not to go into the whole thing, but in the end, what happened was that in Shemaim they found this, they found a schus in him that every that every Friday morning, as soon as he would come back from shul, he would set the Shabbos table. He would put on the tablecloth and the plates and the silverware and his wife's leichter Friday morning right after shul. And because he was Mechabit Shabbos and his wife in such a way, they decided to give him more years. It's a nice thing to read He's given more years. He's given more years. You forgive my American accent. I'm sorry. <laughs> but he was he was given he was given more years. So he had a parish in Yushami. He's running all over Shemayim with his with his, Yushami, with his commentary in Yushami. This safe, sorry. 
in the end, in the end, th this greatest genius of the generation was given additional years because in Shemayim they thought it was Givaldig that he puts a tablecloth on the after Shachris on Friday and puts the plates in the sun. It's a, it, we don't know. The Barishlam's cheshbainas are different cheshbainas. Not to say in halacha that any 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 normal person would say that means that putting on a tablecloth is more important than writing the commentary in Yisham. So why should I learn? I'm not going to go to yeshiva. I'm going to instead I'm going to go to school to teach him how to you know manage. Why should I why should I become Rabbi Yaakov David? In the end, that didn't save his life to Yisham. What saved his life was a tablecloth. It's well, okay. He's go straight to the tablecloth. It doesn't work like that because obviously it has to do with the Yishami and the tablecloth. But the Baruch Shalom, the Baruch Shalom has a different way. It's not our way. That's the Ram says. Yes, Chushi, can I get Something. Sometimes there's something like setting a tablecloth. That's can I get And the our way is different ways. We would never dream that that's something that's 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 chashiv. Shnema ya nimsa bedavatayif. Vyesh means there's something good in him, he's going to live. Vyesh oven shu connected kama zechuyas. And then you could have an Avera that you might think is not such a big deal. But that Avera weighs more, by Kaddish Baruch Hu, on his skills than a lot of misses that you did. Shnemar. Vechaite echad, yavet taivet haivet. That one sin can cause much good to, to be lost. And the Ramam says, Everything is measured and weighed only according to the da'as, the, the instrument of the one who is keldeos, who, who has his own way of thinking, who understands things in a way that we can't possibly understand. And only he knows. He, he knows. He has the the ruler and the scale. It goes by his it goes by his instruments. How to weigh the schusim, the good things, connected the bad things. As far as we're concerned, so we have halacha tells us. Obviously, one has to be very well versed in halacha to know more complicated situations. So, what's the priority here? If the, in this particular situation, do I go listen to the Megillah, or Megillah is a drabban, or do I sit and, and, and stay in this measures and learn and learn Torah? Torah is in the Torah, so we have to know. The person has to learn to know. Hold for a second. We have certain. We have the Chazal have received uh, have received uh, uh, special regulations regarding how to deal with situations like this, even though. Your own way of thinking says you should stay in the, in the base matters and learn Torah. Torah is a mitzvah from the Torah. And hearing Megillus Esther is, is not from the Torah. It's much later. But God has a different scale. And much of that, many things were given to us. Hashem revealed to Moshe Rabbeinu. And, and then it was taught to us. And, and on our own we would say, wow, that's really, uh, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. Look what happened. Look what happened just recently. Uh, again, it seems to be a, tr a terrible tragedy. We already see the con some of the consequences of the tragedy of this exchange that was made. That that the government of Israel decided to decided to give to give back murderers shechtim 
to give back that Russia that shechted the little girl and her father, to give back for, for, two, for two dead Jews, right? That was that, the government of Israel made such a cheshm. <clears throat> I'm not going to blame them. Whatever the pressure was from the families, and I, it's a hard thing. I'm glad, you know, that I turned down the, the, the not to be prime minister. <laughs> so, that, that, that I'm not saying a taina. Now I'm saying the term taina. But we have we have we have sugyas and gemara, and we have a shulchanor, and we have a rambam, and we have God's way of measuring this situation revealed to us through halacha. Of course, those people are not interested in halacha. There were people years ago that cared. They might not have made decisions based upon halacha, but they certainly cared what halacha's view was. The people that are there now uh, are not interested in halacha. So halacha tells us that God's way of measuring the situation and the potential danger that can grow out of this, as far as future Jews are concerned, outweighs the consideration and the terrible, terrible rahmanis of two families who were left without, without uh, the, the, the bodies being returned. So, there are, there are many, many situations where Baruch Hashem, it's been, it's been given to us. And even though you could have, even in that, there are machlaikasim, there are discussions, rishonim and achronim and so on. When a person, when it comes down to it, after we do everything we can to live according to the Torah, we still don't know what the Ramam is saying, how the measuring of our lives takes place. We just have to follow what we are taught and do the best we can with what we have, which is halach. And as long as we're, as long as we're faithful to a legitimate mahalach in halacha, then we, we've fulfilled Hashem's uh, uh, duties. However, I mean His assignment. However, as far as the shikul of how we're measured and looking over our lives, there could be things that we thought, we thought that were very, very insignificant or small. Other things that we thought that were very, very great. And Hashem has a, has a different has a different shikul of how to of how to measure that. When the um, when the great yeshiva Chachmei Lublin was was uh, when it came for the Chanukah Zabayis, so that there were many great tzaddikim that were there. That were there. The there were many tzaddikim there. The Meishapir was the Chodkiver Chazal, and the Chodkiver Rebbe was came. The Chodkiver Rebbe came. To the uh, came Rabbi Saul. He came to the uh, to the to the Hanukkah Zabayis. and I don't remember there was, an, there was a certain chassid that they gave uh, the money. It wasn't the Hanukkah Zabayis. It was probably when they when they had the uh, Evan when they first the groundbreaking. So there was a chassid that gave a very big amount of money to buy that whole that whole piece of land that the yeshiva would be built, and, and the Rebbe came to the groundbreaking, and. And uh, the Rechassim that heard that he leaned over to that rich chassid that gave the money. And the Rebbe said, I'm not mekana, I'm not jealous of, of this mitzvah that you have, that you paid for this uh, piece of property to build this yeshiva. I'm not jealous of that. But I'll tell you what I'm mekana. I'm jealous of what mitzvahs I don't know about and you don't know about that were gairevis that led to you having the schus to build this yeshiva. That I'm, I don't know what they are, but I'm jealous of that stuff that I don't know. I'm jealous of what I don't know. 
this is, you know, the, in other words, that, the, that everybody sees that you're, and they're taking pictures, and the newspapers are here. He says, I'm not in the kind of that. Who wants to be in the public? I'm not in the kind of that. Everybody knows, and they're going to put your name up. He says, I'm not jealous of that. But there, there are good things that you did that you probably don't even know of, and you don't remember, and I certainly don't know of, that you did, that led to this, today's thing. He says, that I'm a kind of, you have a schuster in the whole world that you're building, that you, that you have the land, that you bought the land to build this, this mouthless of tire. That he says, I'm a kind of. <laughs> it's a very, it's a very, it's a very deep word, what he said. But we don't see, bichlam. The Understand that a human mind can't absorb it. feel of Not only in this world, we can't understand. Not only in this world. So I feel of Eden, Even in Gan Eden, even after this world, when we get to paradise, when we get to Gan Eden, we're not going to really understand the type, the good that was hidden in every single thing that we had in this world. And it's in every single second that we have there in Ghana, we're not going to understand that. It's going to be very good. And we'll experience it as a good. But we're not going to have even then <laughs> and there an understanding of the tachlis of the taif. It's true that after this life, the person will comprehend on a much deeper level. But the oimek amiti, the true depth, is something which is infinite that a person, a human being, can't understand. Now we come back to the subject of of suffering, of difficulties. There are two reasons that we can't accurately and properly evaluate Yisurim's suffering and difficulties. We shouldn't always use the word suffering because, because thank God, most of us like to think of ourselves as not having suffering, although some have, but difficulties and challenges. There are two reasons why we can't have a correct, we don't have a correct way of evaluating these difficulties, challenges, God forbid, suffering. Ha'achas, one. What we spoke about. The first is, I don't see the whole picture. Sometimes, afterwards, God shows me, and then I, uh, why I lost the job, why I, I uh, whatever happened to me, happened to me. And I think now, oh, I have the whole picture. So one reason that we don't uh, uh, that we don't accurately understand Yisurim is because we don't see the whole picture. Rakroya nifrodim. We only see separate uh, small pieces. Vahashniya and the second cause for our not seeing, the second reason we don't see really 
the the emes the truth of the Yisurim. It's mishum shul makeh bekar shloi rakasei shloi rakasei It's a much this is a much deeper thing. We'll see this is already connected to the madrega of ahava shenet tulibadam. This level of understanding is the person realizes not just that I didn't get the whole picture, as if when I get the whole picture, then I'll know how good it was. The second level is much higher, it's much deeper. This second level is, It's not only that I don't understand the difficulties and challenges and suffering in my life. Even the good stuff in life, it's so good that I make a brach, person has a child that's born. You can make a, a, a boy, if it's a girl, a person makes a bracha. We understand the type of having a child. We understand the type. You can tell by how, some, how, we, how we bring up our children, we don't understand the type. If we understood the type of why God gave us our children, we would bring them up differently. We would bring them up differently if we understood the type. We don't understand how good it is to have a child, and therefore we raise them according to our understanding of what's the best I can do for my child. So one parent says, the best I can do for my child is to get him to an Ivy League school. And he begins to work on that in second grade. They should go to, you know, pre-law classes in, uh, in second grade. And they start to teach him how to spell constitution, you know, when he's a baby. <laughs> because it, to him, the tachlas is atayv is that, is that, the, is that it, the child should, should get into a... Uh, should get into an Ivy League school and get to a Hashiva law school and get a Hashiva position and so on. I says, Tachlis So why do I have my child? Everything I do with my child is to move him in that direction. Maybe a child should learn a little bit more Torah. And instead of instead of when he's in second grade, just constitution, he, he can spell constitution, but he doesn't know the olive base. So that he doesn't see that the Tachlis is that my child, should, my child should know the olive base. But they should become a Tamachacham. We don't understand, if we understood the type, if we understand how good it is to have children, we would be very different with them. We'd be very, very, very different with them. And and our our own limited definition of taiv causes us to raise children according to my definition, my very limited and oftentimes pathetic definition definition of taiv. I'm you know reading about. When I was a kid reading about famous baseball players, um, and Mickey Mantle's father, he was, he was a shikha, the son of a shikha. His father was sounds like a shikha. From, from the lowest heaven. Uh, but from the, time that, from the time that Mickey was, was like old enough to, to, to walk, his father put a baseball in his hand. And, you know, up against the barn, he made a you know, thing to throw the ball, and then it was hitting. And I guess he saw that he wasn't a pitcher, but he was a good hitter. And and uh, that was the chinuch. That was the chinuch. The chinuch was to become a, a, a great baseball player. And the father, the father saw that as the tachlis atayv. And in his world, probably he was right. That was the tachlis atayv of what of what could become of, uh, of Mickey uh, Mickey Junior. Became became a great ball player. And so it is with each person's definition of tayv. You and I. Each and one of us would acknowledge that the Bani Shalom gave us a wonderful gift called the child. And, and do we know why he gave us the child? Someone says, why did God give you the child? I see that you're discouraging your kid from learning more Torah, and you're encouraging your child to, to become something else. Why? 
So the truth is, that person says, no, I believe that the ultimate good is Tyre. And the ultimate good is being Yerushalayim. So he said, but then why are you sending your kid to places that's the opposite of Tyre, and the opposite of Yerushalayim? So then I try to find some way. I can't, we're not on that level. I have to give him the options. And but that's only because we don't believe in the Tyre. We don't understand the Tyre. If we really believed in if we knew what the Tyre was, the ultimate type, the MS, BAMS, BAMS, then we would have a different way of raising our children. So even though we, so much of this has been revealed to us and been taught to us, we still don't get it. So how much more so what's not known to us, what's not clear to us, what's not known to us. So, Allah, feel with the Ram Shemavarcham Alem HaTayva Meitif, the last line over there, even those things that, are, that we know are great, we say, wow, HaTayva Meitif, thank you so much, you gave me this son, I, I appreciate it so much. It's a, such a gift that you gave him, my son. So you know how good that is to have a, a kid? You know how good that is? Not just because the people in Nebuch that, that, that didn't get married, the people didn't have children. So I'm so lucky I have a kid. That's, that's the talk of that you should have a kid. There are many people walking around here that would have been much better if their parents never gave birth to them. It's been a big toy for the whole world if their parents never gave birth to them. So what's the toy? What's the type? Being alive, being born, and being alive. Even when you make the bracha, I made it. And everybody says it's such a great thing. Wow, it's such a great thing. Congratulations! It's mazel tov, mazel tov, mazel tov. So everybody's so excited. The kid is born, mazel tov, mazel tov. And then years later, they say, oh, I can't believe this. this kid's up to doing this, and this kid's doing that, and it's just a big mazel tov. And then people get married, mazel tov, mazel tov. What's the type? What's the type? I was thinking about this the whole time. I mean, it's not so nice. Thing. Uh, a very nice couple, and everything, but I was just thinking, like, everybody's all this stuff going on, and a thousand people, and all <coughs> photographers, and flowers, and this. And what's the tachlis of this chasna? It's the tachlis, a very, very wonderful chasna kala. And I, and, I, and I was just davening when they were under the chuppah <coughs> that they should be able, they should be zoichet to understand the tachlis of them being together, and the toy that Hashem gave one to the other. And, and, and that they that they shouldn't get they shouldn't get distracted under the chuppah and, and in their lives by the pictures and the and the flowers and all this stuff not to not to be distracted. And the chosn kala know what a wonderful gift it is. It's nice. My friends got married. Now I'm getting married. Oh, he's a wonderful guy. Wonderful girl. You don't know what that is. The only thing is that, that that there you could say, well, I don't have the whole picture. Maybe over the over the next 40, 50 years, I'll I'll really appreciate how how good it is to be married to this person. <coughs> even that's not the tachlis And with the kashbaruch, even in Ganeidim, we don't understand the tachlis atayv. There's a page of Shmuel Zayin. There's Hashem is working the stable the parak above. Laharchiv yoyis lavar ketzad lahatik as ideas as sichlis. And it's coming the next parak. We're going to try to learn more about how to take these, this that we just learned, as Hayyidiyas Asichliyas Halalu, the Libay Shalha Adam, how to take it into our heart, to feel this and to, and to connect to this. Avarashas called Sarashatiya Brurulana Hanakuda Abba. Before we can continue, this Nakuda must be absolutely clear. Kal Maisev Shalabayre Haim Hatav. Every single thing that the Bayre does is good. 
but not the way that we always said that we always uh, just you know uh, throw that throw those words out of our the emes bemes kol ma'isiv shalom barayim hatavim ain't a filo ma'isa echad bebria shulolah hatavim there is not one thing that ever took place in creation ever that is not hatavim that is not taif kishadam Magish sheeshna ma'isem sheena hatavi imay. When a person feels that there are certain things in his life that have taken place that are going on that are not Hashem's being good to him, that is not a hatava to him, then hum israhek min That chips away at his relationship to Hashem, and he gets more and more distant from God. That's one of the main reasons why. In a, I don't want to use the word in a typical or average shul, but in many, many places of davening, I'm talking about people who are shaman mitzvahs, they keep mitzvahs, and I'm talking about <coughs> the people in Hashem. You go there, and they're not, they're, they're not particularly uh, interested in talking to God. Because if, you, if you've come to the conclusion, in many times from a very early time in life, that this, whatever he is out there, is, has not been particularly kind to me, and it's not so, good, it's not so uh, worthwhile to have a relationship with him, and why would you be excited to come and say good morning to him? And how are you doing? When people are good to you, you're very excited. How are you doing? Good morning. You're thrilled to see them. You can talk to them for hours. When someone tells you to go to school half hour morning, I can't believe here we are. Right I can't believe it. I was just here yesterday. I was here before. I can't, I can't take it. Well, it would be, be, be your best friend. Oh, you'd have what to talk about. Even though you were together yesterday. You'd have what to talk about. It'd be nice to be together. You just like to even to sit there. It'd be nice just to be together. To have lunch together, have breakfast together. It'd be nice to be together. Smooth a little bit. Why? Because ever since ever since you're a little kid, this person has been good to you. I don't know if maybe once or twice there was a misunderstanding, but but the overall picture is very very good. So you you could you have what to say to this person. You come to shul, nothing. So who do you talk to? The people who you like. <coughs> In shul, people talking to the people who they like. In shul, they're machmed to talk to the people they don't like. It's a special, I don't know, it's a special. I mean, it's not for now. Normally, if you're outside the shul, you talk to people you like, and the people you don't like, you avoid. But in shul, people talk to, you, talk to anybody, just not to God. You'll talk to the shtender, if there's nobody there, you're not to God. You'll talk to the shtender, you talk to your watch, now you can take out in shul machines, you can have, you can have. Why? Because there are many reasons. One of them is, you don't naturally feel inclined to talk to somebody you don't like. Now, we're not allowed to say that about God. So you have to say, Bahabdisham, you close your eyes when it comes to Shema, even the person who talks to Islam. Bahabdisham, If you loved him so much, you would like to talk. So, two things I never heard from him. You know, it's, uh, when you have a friend, you hear back. I never heard from him. So, I don't know what kind of friend that is. I never heard a word from him. Aleph and Beis. The truth is, it hasn't been so good with him. I'm not allowed to say that. Because everything, I'm so grateful for everything that I have, and he's been kind to me, and so on and so forth. But, but I have other friends. My friends are the friends who I who I could see how good they are. The type Hanigla, and it's clear to me how good they are to me. I understand their goodness, and I also feel good because I've been good to to my friend. So it works out, and I hear from him. Compliments and nice things and so on. When a person feels when a person when a person believes that that 
the things that he's done to me, the things that, 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 that because everything's from him, so there are many, many things that are not good. And I'm, I, might, I might pay lip service to that belief that they're good, but then I don't really believe that they are, and I don't feel that they are. So the result of that is, you get further away from God. And it could go slowly, it could happen in a very subtle way. Very slow. You would never be able to explain why you don't feel like that. Someone says, don't you believe in God? Yes. So how can you come to Shul? What are you talking in Shul? Why don't you talk to God a little bit? So you have all different kinds of reasons. I don't understand the word so much. Uh, what am I supposed to do? You know, uh, I did a lot. I did a lot. You know, I did a virus. So I'm embarrassed. That's a more honest person. But, but the, uh, but the, but to be able to, but to be able to acknowledge that, I I have a hard time with him because I'm not sure I particularly like him. Forget about Ahavta. Ahavta Tlivadavra on the most basic level means I love somebody because they're good to me. That's what we learn. I love someone because they've been good to me. And I like good stuff. So I like the person who gives me the good stuff. It's a very simple formula. That's why that's why kids like their parents when they're from the time they're little, especially the mom. She gives me good stuff. Nursing, comfort, warmth, blankets, diapers, everything. So I love her. That's not how to but daughter. So we're very much like that. So a person, a person comes to shul and he can't Put it together because he doesn't forget about loving God. He doesn't particularly care. We don't like to talk like that. Usually, it's not a way to talk. But doesn't feel that he's tired. Why don't I like him so much? How much tired? Because he took my ancestors out of Egypt. Okay, no, I wasn't there. I don't remember. Sky. We don't even feel a proper akarsatov to people who did favors for our parents, let alone for our great 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 grandparents. So it's hard. Whom is Swahi Gnabari? A person can become far from Hashem. Alukshamakya Shakal Maisya Maisu Atova Amitis. When a person recognizes, and not just intellectually, but feels, that every single thing mamish is a hatova amitis. It is true good. Not just he says that. Then ain etzlo shum nakuda, then there's absolutely nothing. There is nothing that can pull him away from Hashem, because everything he does for you is the best thing that he could do for you. And you naturally, because Ahavat Libadar tells you that to love someone who is good to you, and to be careful with someone who is not, or to run away from someone who is not. So. We're in this funny situation. We claim by our words that we say in Davin that God is good to us. But at the same time, we run away from Him. We run away from Him. In many, many ways, we run away from Him. Because we don't believe the Emes that He's good to us. We don't believe the Emes, the Emes, that every single thing is a Hatava Amitis and Nitzchis for us and for our children and grandchildren to the end of all time. We don't believe it. If we did, then we'd like to hang around with Him more. We'd be closer to Him. In other words, you'd be close to Hashem with all the good stuff that you experience as good in your life, and you'd also get close to Him through the difficulties and challenges that you have, because that's you believe that's a complete hatav. It's completely tight. It's completely tight. 
it wouldn't make you feel far away from the doctor. The fact that the doctor had to inject you with a needle to save your life, you'd feel closer to the doctor. Even though someone says, how can you like that guy? The guy put a needle in your arm. Put a needle in my guy, saved my life. Yeah, but that hurts the for a second, you saved my life. You have, no, you have no problems with the doctor. You like to be near him, you like to smooth with him, you like to you invite him to your sim because the guy saved your life. But everybody looks at that and says, the guy, the guy hurt you. He hurt me. You don't understand that that hurting was betachel satayv. That little pinch of the needle was betachel satayv. A minute later, I would have been dead. And he injected that medicine in me, he saved my life, betachel satayv. So you want to be with such a person. You want to spend time with him. You want to be able to show him appreciation. You want you, you enjoy his company. Even the people look at it from the side. Say, well, why would you ever want to be spend a minute with a guy who goes sticking sharp things into your arm? Therefore, the joy that he has in his yisurim, the joy he has, it's, again, it's a madrega. We don't understand. But the, the joy the person feels, even when he's suffering and going through difficulties, is equal to the simcha. That could only be in, really when Mashiach comes equal. But it's it's shavu the simcha It's it's comparable to the joy that he feels when something good happens in his life, because it's all tachlis atayv. Ki hakal meita isbar, because every single thing is from him, and from him means it's completely kaif. All of this. Well, not all. He'll explain in the next part. The basic underlying side of this is ahava hatliyavidav, a love that depends on things and getting something. But as we're going to see, the higher level that we just learned, we'll see next week, is really connected to the madrega of ahava hatliyavidav, to believe that everything is good, comes from that awareness or that emunah that we have that we spoke about uh, before the summer, which is kutshibrichu yisrael v'raisa chad. That Hashem, the, Jew, every, the Jewish people, and the Torah is one. It's absolute one. And it doesn't depend on what I get or what I don't get. It's, that's who I am. I, I, I'm one with Hashem. So that's what we'll continue. There's Hashem next week.